0: They don't get rich quick, man. But create your own economy. Because we're ahead of the crypto curve, yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve, yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host, Naja Roberts. Leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency create your own economy let's get ahead of the crypto curve learn to get left behind
1: good afternoon good afternoon everyone and welcome to ahead of the crypto curve where we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. Today is... March the 28th and it is Tuesday and it is an incredible beautiful day here in Houston, Texas where I just met with one of the brilliant minds in the Latinx community and I'm excited today because we have got we have so many promising possibilities because people are waking up to the to the fact that money is changing and that we've got to do things differently than we have done in the past. And it's great to see that people in different communities are starting to say to their community, to their families, no more of the status quo, no more of what we used to do because that has gotten, gotten us nowhere. And so I'm just excited. There's just so many opportunities here that are upon us. And we're not talking about Ponzi schemes or any get rich quick. This is just about bona fide strategies to ensure that our community is receiving the same information, same structures that everyone else has been winning with here in this United States, because there are uh, things that we don't know, things that we're not, we've not been privy to, that individuals are doing and just uh, really winning. The bottom line is they win, and it just seems the more that we look at and dibble and dabble in these different communities, we're finding out that rich people don't actually pay all the things that poor people pay. And how is that? Why is that? Why is it that someone Such as one of our former presidents could only pay $750 in taxes and it is not against the law. It has all to do with structures and what they have put in place and how they have put it in place and how for how long their families are taking advantage of that. And so that's what we seek to do because we're at the very beginning of a digital revolution how we structure things right now is critically important how we move forward is critically important how we save is critically important, where we save is critically important. And so we are going to have these conversations more than not. And it's not all about cryptocurrency, because even if you're doing any other types of savings, you've got to have special accounts. And you've got to structure things properly to ensure that the wealth that you create is kept, that you sustain yourself, but that you pass on those things for many, years to come many generations to come and so that's what we're here for and so again in Houston I've had two very phenomenal appointments and we've closed some deals we've decided that we're going to do business with folks here in the Houston area because they've got some real viable situations that we can involve our involve our community in without having to look over our shoulder and wonder if we're going to be shut down because we're not doing what needs to happen as far as regulation and all of those things and again it doesn't have anything particularly to do with cryptocurrency although We have talked to certain entities about accepting Bitcoin in their business. And I'm happy to say that the gentleman that we met with yesterday, they've actually implemented taking or accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment, just like they would Visa, MasterCard or um, any type of other, you know, cash app. Apple Pay, any of those things, they're accepting Bitcoin. And so I'm happy about that. And so that is something that is going to start to take place over more than you probably expect and I've got some numbers ladies and gentlemen of some things that we just found out in the last 24 hours about our United States government and their bitcoin holdings surprise 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 so when we come forward we are going to jump into the typical things that we do for the day But we're going to also make sure that you get this information today. So when we come forward, we will continue the conversation on crypto. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
0: In a moment, moment. more with Najah Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Crypto Curve with Najah Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. So, first and foremost, we have to say happy birthday (laughs) to our cryptopians whose birthday is today. And we have Benny Yarbrough, Cherie Sophus, Jill Fannin, and Baronda Ford. I want to say happy birthday to each and every one of you may this day be filled with peace love joy and happiness every time i say that i think of soul train uh but it's the truth i want you all to have a fantastic day you know why because you deserve it and we all deserve what is coming our way because it is our turn and i'm just so excited about that but to those cryptopians happy birthday and for those of you that would like to get a shout out on your birthday please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, that number is 424-317-7373. And happy Women's History Month. And you know, we are paying homage to those women who crypto. And so this person that I am going to pay homage to today, her name is Sally Eves. She is a chief technology officer, practicing professor of fintech, founder and global strategist advisor. And she does a whole lot of stuff, but she's consulting on the application of disruptive technologies for both business and societal benefits. And so as we... Talk about Sally Eves. Everyone needs to understand what is happening right now. And everything I'm talking to you about disrupts what has been in place for hundreds of years. And so disruptive technologies is a terminology that you need to start listening to and really understanding. So Bitcoin is a disruptive technology technology it's changing the way you exchange money, the way that you bank the blockchain is a disruptive technology. It changes the way that you do um, that you do business, the way you hold data, the way that you distribute data. all of those things are critically important. As we learn about bricks, And what is happening? It is a disruptive thing. And I want you to all know that disruptive things are starting to pop their heads up. And we've got to know what is disruptive and how we get involved. Not in being the disruptive people or disruptive technologies. But how we get ahead of the things that disrupt or shake up what has been normal And then move forward in a different trajectory. And so that's what happens with disruptive technologies. Disruptive things like bricks. And and so we're going to get into those things. But before we do, there is a cryptocurrency quote that you need to hear about. And it says, I love seeing new services constantly starting to accept Bitcoin. Bitcoin is really becoming the currency of the Internet, I'm most concerned by possible government reaction to Bitcoin. They can't destroy Bitcoin, but they could really slow things down by making exchange more, more difficult. And that's Michael Mandquart. And do you remember me saying last week that the government can't stop Bitcoin, But they can get rid of some of the on-ramps. And so as you take a look at all of these companies that are being sued by the SEC and all of these different letter entities, uh, it is because they are working on ensuring that they can slow this thing down. But again, at the bottom of the hour, I am going to share some eye-opening information For those of you who say, you know what, I'm going to wait for the government to allow me to do Bitcoin because they haven't really said it's okay. And the argument that I've been talking to people about this last couple of days, because I had somebody say it to me yesterday, that what if they deem Bitcoin is not legal tender? Well, they haven't really said it's legal tender right now, but we're using it, right? And so the same thing exists. And last time I checked, Prohibition didn't work quite the way that they wanted it to. However, we definitely are going to abide by the laws of the land. And I know that the individuals that I am coming in contact with, the groups of people, and I mean thousands of people, I am finding that they are open to moving to other parts of the world if the United States does not conform to allowing us to be self-sovereign with our money by way of Bitcoin. And people are just outright saying, you know what, I'm getting my passport. I'm going to make sure everything is in place because if If the United States says Bitcoin is not legal and it's not legal tender and we can't utilize it, I'm just going to move because I cannot continue to operate under the same systems that have held me back. And 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 they're ready and you can just feel it in every fiber of their body as they're talking. And as you listen to I know, even with me, I just feel this in my spirit that it is our turn, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen we have paid our dues to the families that control the money around this world and so uh, as we look at BRICS which is what we were going to have part two uh, on today um, and as we try to really figure out exactly what's happening with the expansion uh, and you'll have to listen into yesterday's show to find out what BRICS is, but those of you who want to use your Googling skills, it's B-R-I-C-S, and um, BRICS stood for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, and it was... Originally, just a small group of individuals that was kind of bucking against some of these other G7s and some of these other alliances that are put together. But now that Russia is fighting a war, and I'm not, again, saying whether they're winning or losing, but they are um, really making or raising eyes. They're making people pay attention to the fact that they can buck up against the G7, and the G7 includes countries like the United States, of course, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and the United Kingdom, and as well as the European Union, and so now the countries that are coming on with BRICS are, we have Argentina, the United Arab Emirates, Algeria, Egypt, Bahrain, and Indonesia, just to name a few. And there are probably like another 75 countries uh, that are looking at joining this BRICS alliance. And we're looking at some countries or nations in Uh, East Africa and one from West Africa. And this is getting interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because they're utilizing bricks to really change the way. Business is done around the world without having to utilize the United States dollar, and that is huge because this has never happened in history before. And why could this ultimately hurt us? Because the value of our dollar is based on all the things that we're able to do around the world. Selling it, selling our dollar to individuals, them utilizing the dollar, them trading with the dollar, them importing and exporting with the dollar. And if all of those things change, the ball is no longer in our court. We are going to be at a disadvantage. And so what does that mean to you, which is what I'm talking about today? If the dollar loses some of its value, that means... You lose some of your portfolio because it's going to take you more money to buy the same products to to maintain your family, to feed your family. And so all of these things are relevant, you know, as we look at how countries are coming together against the United United States and saying no more to our dollar. If we lose that value, we lose that value, not just the United States. We as uh, citizens here in the United States, those of us who hold our money in the bank, we lose that value. There's no if ands, and buts about it. And you've got to know that these macro things that are going on, we need to start paying attention because maybe, just maybe, we need to get out of so much money. That again could or could not lose its value, we don't know because we are uh, really trying to understand this whole thing. But, um, it's one of it's 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 something we need to pay attention to, and so as we look at the different economists that are talking about bricks, um. And, and what it actually does, they're saying that the BRICS is the fastest growing economy that will collectively dominate the global economy by 2050. And 2050 seems like a long time, ladies and gentlemen, but 2050 is not so far away, especially when it talks about economic regimes and things that need to be built. They've been doing this in the background for a while, and nobody's been talking to us talking to us about it and just yesterday when we were in our airbnb here in houston i watched 60 minutes and i want everybody to go look at uh the 60 minutes that just happened i guess it was this sunday where they were actually interviewing some of the commanders and some of the people in charge of our united states military and i was in awe as to how Far behind the United States is as far as military. Now, we have been known around the world to hold our stances because we have the strongest, most potent military and plans around. But I also was surprised that 60 Minutes was able to get some of these generals and people to talk about how bad off we are. If we are to go to war and if we go to war and we're having problems and we're not able to really hold our ground or do some of the things that we need to do. And granted, I know they didn't tell all their secrets on 60 Minutes. But what I do know and what I do did is that we're close and that countries such as China, they're they're like. I I can't I'm on the radio, so I can't give you a demonstration. But when I was little and two people wanted to fight, one person would flinch at the next to see, you know, who was going, who was going to make it, who was going to make it jump off. And really what I heard and what I continue to hear is China is bucking at us. They're jumping like, what you going to do? What you going to do? Because they've been building out what they needed to do for a time such as this so they have more submarines they have more ships they have more things in place because they have used their labor the labor we've been taking advantage of because we've been taking those imports and not exporting. We've been importing things from them. But they have really gotten hold of their labor markets and their workforce. And they've created these massive, just all sorts of things. And, and go listen to that 60 minutes so you can just understand. It's not Naja Roberts just telling you all that we need to be prepared for a supply chain problem because if Taiwan signs on, ladies and gentlemen, think about everything you have in your house, it says made in China, or made in Taiwan, and we we're, we're screwed this period because we're not going to be able to get those goods and services over here. So what do we need to do? We don't need to be panicking, we don't need to be thinking the sky is falling. We just need to get prepared. And that's what these conversations about preparing yourself because BRICS is real. Be R-I-C-S BRICS is real and BRICS is getting stronger and stronger and while our president as I stated last week is not looking like a threat to other countries they're looking at and I hate to say it they're looking at his feebleness I'm just going to say it they're looking at how feeble he is and they're feeling as though He's running the country and they have an opportunity to excel or move their chess pieces a little bit further than they are uh, or have been doing in the past. And so when we come forward, we're going to jump into just another little fact about demystifying from the U.S. dollar. We're going to talk about that so you all understand how to bring this whole thing full circle Uh, but there's just a lot of things going on and so I'm going to talk really quickly before uh, we come forward after news traffic and sports let me just say this we are finding that our community is wide open for new opportunities not necessarily network marketing or get rich quick they're looking for direction as it relates to where to put their money and ladies and gentlemen I can tell you firsthand that we have money We have money. It's just what we spend it on and what we've been spending it on has not gotten us where we need to be for this particular moment in time. And so it's critical as you move forward that you're paying attention to everything day by day. Because things change and that's one of the reasons why I am so excited about being able to bring you information on the day that things are happening. Because if I talk to you about something that happens today on Friday, then it may no longer be relevant because this world is changing so very quickly. And we've got to just really uh, take pride in having this information ahead of time to make the decisions that we can make ahead of time. I also have a quick surprise here. He doesn't know that he's going to get on but we're doing these self-sovereign sessions on Clubhouse at night and we're talking about self-sovereignty not necessarily cryptocurrency. We're talking about growing food and doing all of these things that we need to be doing in our homes and since I had a brother there, I'm throwing under the bus uh we have black regal with us here in houston this is his home base right now he's from michigan but he saw the need to move from his hometown to a city that was progressive in doing some things for people that look like him, and with people that look like him, and with we're thankful that he's here. He's here with me right now. We're gonna talk about self-sovereignty really quickly, as well as well as maybe I'll ask him to help us demystify the dollar. And cause he's listening to me right now, and I know he's saying she didn't tell me I was she was gonna do this. But ladies and gentlemen, it is important that you all. Understand that it's not just my circle that is having these conversations again. We're sitting in an office of a gentleman who has hundreds of thousands of Latin people, uh, Latino, same conversation as we are. So, when we come forward after news, sports, and traffic, we will jump into the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs>
0: Talk 1580 is an intervention when we, come, when we forward, come forward includes you KBLA talk 1580 turning pain into power hour This is KBLA talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins
1: all right welcome forward welcome forward so We have Black Regal here with me in Houston and I'm gonna just ask him because we do self-sovereign sessions every single day, Monday through Friday, where we get on Clubhouse and we talk about being self-sovereign. So it doesn't necessarily, we're not talking about cryptocurrency at all, but there's so many other facets to being self-sovereign. And so I'm going to ask him to share that, but I also want him to chime in on what he's thinking about what I'm saying about the dollar And the de-dollarization is what's happening around this world and how people are starting to look at America and kind of chuckle a little bit. Because who we've been in the past is not necessarily what they are uh, looking at us as moving forward. And them trying to maintain control. Again, he who holds and controls the money controls the world. And so with bricks upon us, it is quite Evident that they're trying to change that whole narrative. So, Mr. Black Regal, what are you thinking about that?
2: Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, we do self-sovereign sessions on a, on a weekly basis. Appreciate you for, for having me on as well. Um, but, yeah, one of the things that we need to look into with uh, the emergence of, of BRICS and more um, countries all around the world wanting to join... Uh, that, that collective, uh, and really join forces with their economic power to, uh, per se, take over and create a new world order and structure of finance all around the world. Uh, one of the things I've always talked about is um, us just being more self-sovereign and less reliant um, on, on money to handle our, our day-to-day uh, operations in life meaning uh, whether that meaning owning owning your own land or, or property uh, growing your own food food is an absolute big one because it's something that we're constantly uh, consuming on a daily and a lot of people overlook that but if you look at uh, somebody's balance sheet of expenses over the course of a year that's typically one of your biggest expenses is food whether that be going out or, or eating every day, depending on your family size and your your travel habits. But, um, yeah, food, absolutely. So learning how to do the things that our forefathers and um, ancestors really uh, established or taught us, like such as uh, canning. Um, I'm also into uh, freeze-drying, learning how to cure. Um, all of those different things make you uh, a force to be reckoned with when things uh, uh, possibly hit the fan or um, uh, as we've seen over the last year or year and some change uh, inflation really hit the supermarkets and make prices of uh, everyday items uh, just through the roof in terms of expenses I know at one point we were seeing eggs at like $10 $12 like all kinds of prices depending on where you are across the country So, um, yeah, learning how to do those things that, you know, like my grandmother uh, knew how to do. And I would ask myself, like, why don't we do these things anymore? And it's because they used the grocery stores at that time were literally or the convenience stores, I should say, at that time were literally for convenience. So they didn't actually need to depend on and live out of the grocery store. They used the convenience store for the convenience. Uh, maybe they were short some flour, some salt, or something like that. So they went and got it from the convenience store. Um, the genius marketing that is <laughs> in the United States, the capitalist country that we live in, they flipped that on its head and got people, um, got the people in in the majority numbers and, and major numbers to switch their usage of the convenience store and then into a dependency store, meaning you literally depend on these grocery stores to to live and to feed your family on a day-to-day basis. But we have, we don't a lot of us don't recognize the danger in that because that's a business, and with supply chain issues, um, economic issues, business issues, all of those things play a part. And we have to understand it's not the grocery store's responsibility to feed us. Um, that that's the it's a business. Businesses can close. Businesses can go under. Businesses cannot have the supplies that you need. I think a typical store has about three weeks of supplies in it at a given time. So those are things that we need to be thinking about moving forward. Those are things that we need to be thinking about moving forward because it's uh, absolutely essential to us surviving and thriving uh, in this new world that we're looking at. Because we're on the horizon of some very big changes and uh, my place in all of that is helping prepare as many people as possible for those changes and being in an advantageous position.
1: Absolutely, and I want to thank you for that. And I have to say... I have to be honest and say that it wasn't until 2022 that I actually heard him say that a convenience store was for convenience and not as a necessity or a a reliant you we rely on the store like we rely on a convenience store and I never even thought about why it was called a convenience store and when I got that epiphany from him talking I started thinking you know what I would be in a whole lot of trouble if We were in another situation like the pandemic. And again, I saw the pandemic coming. So our household was ready for whatever we needed for six months. And I got to get that way again. Even though we're outside of the pandemic, it got us prepared to know that anything could take place and happen. So all those people sitting back saying, oh, that can't happen. They can't do that. We have already been through it. And some of us have amnesia, but I don't. And I see it coming. I see what's happening with um, all of these things. And we need to be self-sovereign. And so these self-sovereign sessions we're doing on a daily basis. And, again, we're talking about everything. Since talking and really understanding that whole convenience store conversation that you just heard from him, I went out and bought a dehydrator. I also went out. And make sure that I have enough dry goods, canned goods, and things of that sort. And you all excuse us. We have Amber Alert stuff happening. And no matter if you have your phone off or not, it comes through when a baby is kidnapped. So just be praying for that child. Uh, but with that being said, we really need to get our community and our households ready For what is to come. And the reason I'm painting these pictures. About bricks. The reason I'm painting these pictures. About what China has said. About the United States dollar. Is so that you can understand. The things and the foundation. That we have been built on in this country. Are slowly changing. And disintegrating. And if those things totally dissipate. Or go away. We are going to be left holding the bag as the American people because they have shown. That they really care a lot more about their pockets than they do about regular everyday people. And I just happen to fall in the everyday people category. And so as an everyday people in this country, I got to look out for me and mine. Because they're not going to look out for us. And we are the last ones on the totem pole in our communities, unfortunately, when it comes to making sure that we're okay. They don't care i come to our rescue when our water is brown. They don't care that we're putting all of these pesticides and all this toxic stuff in our body. That we're eating these seedless vegetables that have been created by all of these. Like all of those things have to do with self-sovereignty. And I thought about it the other day. And I hate to tell you all, like, I know some of you are just smarter than the average bear. But me even... Sitting and talking and doing stuff with Black Regal to make sure that we're self-sovereign in our household. I love me some seedless watermelon. And I thought about it the other day. If I can't even take the seeds out of this watermelon because there's no seeds in it to plant, I am depending on them to have those watermelons in the grocery store. Because a lot of the vegetables that we're buying and fruits right now don't have what we need to actually replant and be able to to do some of the things that we've been talking about and it wasn't until I was cutting this watermelon wide open and I'm telling the kids hey you know what we're gonna plant us some watermelon seeds and make this make our own you know grow our own watermelon and I'm like wait a minute I bought a seedless watermelon with no seeds (laughs) and so (laughs) So I don't have seeds to replant. And so I got to go to the grocery store or order them online and try to find seeds. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've done that lately something's wrong there they're telling us that there's certain type of seeds and it's like all this craziness and so something is happening with our food supply so i know we're here for crypto i get it and so we're gonna do our bitcoin and ethereum we're gonna let you know what those numbers look like but ladies and gentlemen this self-sovereignty thing we better start taking it seriously And we better start taking it seriously sooner than later. So, when we come forward, we are going to get our market update and we're going to jump into a couple of things you need to know because the United States has Bitcoin. This is KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. (laughs) Let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel naja Roberts on KBLA Talk KBLA 1580.
1: All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So let's do an update on what our prices are right now. And again, sitting in the office with the gentleman that said he sold all his Bitcoin at the height when it got to 69000 because he didn't do bad, obviously. Uh, but right now, he's taking a look at how he can get back into his positions because he feels like Bitcoin is on sale and getting the whole Latin community back on track to put their money in Bitcoin because they're hiding money under the mattresses. We know how that goes, right? Uh, Not just them. There's a lot of people in our community as well that don't trust the banks and they're looking for alternatives. So we're looking at those alternatives. But right now, Bitcoin is still on sale, in my opinion. It is trading at $27,289. It's up in the last hour, 0.03%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.8%. And then the last seven days, it's down 3.08%. And so, with that being stated, I am um, just ecstatic about the opportunity that we can continue to dollar cost average. We buy when the price is high. We buy when the price is low. We pro- we buy when the price uh, when people are scared. We buy when people are not scared. We buy whenever because dollar cost averaging is the way to go. It helps our family get rid of most of the volatility. Ethereum right now is trading at $1,776. It's up in the last hour, 0.18%. In the last four days, 24 hours, I'm sorry, I said four days, 4.15%. And in the last seven days, it's down 1.36%. So, ladies and gentlemen, the markets look the same as I scroll down. Everything is up in the last two categories and down in the last seven days. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I got wind from some of our fabulous people that send me articles that the United States government. Holds more Bitcoin than MicroStrategy and Tesla combined. The United States government has now surpassed these two entities as one of the largest Bitcoin holders in America with over 205,000 Bitcoin in their possession. And this is data that came out on March 27th. This figure is slightly over 1% of the current circulating supply and is worth $5,734,743,000,000. And that is the rate right now based on the price. And so MicroStrategy holds $122. 132,000 bitcoin while tesla owns 10,000 bitcoin and some of you are sitting around waiting to own 10 satoshis <laughs> and, and i'm not laughing but this is serious ladies and gentlemen we need to hold the asset that is coming down the pipe that is going to be worldwide uh in everybody's country that we're going to be able we're going to be able to use it no matter where we go and where we are and i really do not feel like bitcoin is going to be outlawed here in the united states and i just firmly believe that they're playing a game right now as it relates to who should hold bitcoin and and constantly just all the things that we hear so just know Right now, today, this is not speculation. This has been proven that the United States government holds two hundred and five thousand Bitcoin. And I believe you know if it's up to them and they and they've got to do something against the banking system, they might just Make it where nobody ever has access to those 205,000 Bitcoin. But you know what that's going to do is going to drive the price of Bitcoin up because it's going to create scarcity because that's going to be 205,000 of the 21 million ever created that somebody's holding that they're not allowing people to have access to. So it's going to make our Bitcoin more profitable. So if the United States decides to do that, which I don't, think it's such a bad idea especially for those of us are a bad thing to happen especially since most of us are just waiting five to ten years to see what this thing actually do does i think we're in a great situation so with that when we come forward ladies and gentlemen We will continue this conversation. I have one more article that I needed to talk about today. But what we're going to do, because we'll be here tomorrow, same time, same place, I'm going to let you all know that uh, since I'm in Houston and I'm flying out tonight, mission critical will happen tomorrow night. It will not happen tonight. Mission critical will happen tomorrow night, I promise. And I will have the four legs to what I'm calling our retirement stool. I got four different legs. When I was in life insurance, I had four legs too. And those four legs work for those who followed that plan. But I have four legs in this new emerging disruptive technology space and so when we come forward we're going to continue our conversation but our mission critical will come across tomorrow night and then maybe i'll share a little bit with some of those of you who were not able to make it but not the whole meat and potatoes just get a little bit of it but with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580
0: your link to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you seek for KBLA Talk 1580.
1: All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We, ladies and gentlemen, have just about three days left to do our daily dollar cost average. I don't want, I'm not going to stop. I guess I better say it that way. I'm not going to stop after April 1st, but I wanted to show you all what a year of dollar cost averaging looks like. I can't even believe that we're pushing up on an entire year of buying $6 worth of Bitcoin every single day, uh, DCA a day keeps poverty away and so because all these things are happening i'm going to step up my game i'm moving from six dollars but i stayed on the six dollars just to help prove a point that you don't have to have a whole lot of money to buy bitcoin and satoshis bitcoin and satoshis are the same thing it's just a different increment so let me slow down and say that but we are going to continue today with our DCA A Day. That keeps poverty away from my household. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take out our Black Wall Street wallet. We are going to click on the purple circle in the middle with the two arrows. And we're going to click buy asset. And then we're going to click on $6 one time. And I'm going to put it in my wallet that is marked KBLA Talk 1580. And I'm going to click continue and voila i have purchased six dollars worth of satoshis now ladies and gentlemen if you're having any difficulty with the black wall street wallet you know you can always reach out to me at ask naja roberts and i'll get it over to the staff for the black wall street to ensure that you can get your account uh taken care of if that's what needs to happen but We've got three days left. And these numbers are looking incredible. And all I am going to show you. Is if I had left this money in the bank. What would I have gotten. And it's absolutely nothing. But. Since I decided to dollar cost average $6 a day in a Bitcoin, I'm going to show you all what that looks like at the end of this week. So, ladies and gentlemen, please do not touch that dial. I'm not going to show you at the end of this week. I'm going to tell you on Monday because my last day is on this Friday, so we'll know that on Monday, but please don't touch that dial because we are making way for the DL Hughley show. And I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today. Your host, Naja Roberts, and my co host, Black Regal, today here in Houston, Texas, on the head of the crypto curve, where we are creating Satoshi millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.
0: You're listening to Naja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Naja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers. Just Naja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve.